beautiful people. Welcome back to the Black and Blooming podcast, a safe space where Black women are encouraged to live life instead of surviving it. I'm your host, Alia J, a Midwesterner turned West Coast gal who's finally embraced the fact that she's an old soul with the mission to bring others together. So, before we start today's episode, I do have a lot of announcements. Well, not quite a lot, but I definitely have a few announcements. First off, welcome back to the show. Thank you for sticking with me for three seasons. Here we are, beginning of season three. Um, I did recently release a podcast trailer, which is actually something that I have never done before on the show. Um, but I have done that recently and so I'm super excited for you all to kind of hear that and listen to it and just get a better idea of what the show is going to be this time around. If you do want to listen to the podcast trailer, please listen after you have finished listening to this episode. Um, I also wanted to let you all know that I have created an online community for listeners of the Black and Blooming podcast and we are actually participating in a wellness challenge right now. So if you go back and listen to my bonus episode that I released um, last week, I actually revealed that I would be doing a wellness challenge with my subscribers. My first ever wellness challenge, my first ever challenge period with listeners of the podcast. And I created a workbook that features 10 daily prompts, which allows for you to reflect on your wellness journey in the past and what you would like for it to look like this year. So um, I definitely encourage you all to stay tuned for upcoming challenges that I have. Um, It was completely free. There was no purchasing involved. Unfortunately, I have closed out the challenge just so, you know, I can connect with everyone who's involved. So if you are interested in being a part of any future challenges, please, please, please make sure that you check the description and join the Bloom community. That is what I'm calling my subscriber hub. Um, I mean, my listener online community hub. So if you are interested in being a part of that and any other things, then make sure that you join that because they will be the ones who get the 411 before listeners of the show. And um, I may or may not be releasing the workbook for everyone to download after the official challenge is over. So stay tuned for that. And there may or may not be a newsletter in our future. So definitely you want to tune in and make sure that you're here for everything that there is to come. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this this week's episode. So, <sighs> wellness culture, it's, it's toxic. And we're going to talk about just why. And we're kind of more so going to talk about wellness as a whole just because wellness is very complex and it includes a lot of different um, things. And it encompasses a lot of different things. So we can't just try to get into all of those things individually. It would be like a two or three hour long podcast episode. And I personally wouldn't listen to a podcast episode that long. So I'm not going to put out one that long. Not to mention, I don't want to edit one that long. So let's just go ahead and get into this week's episode. So let's start off with what is wellness? The state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal according to Google. Now, as we've all probably seen, definitions definitely vary by person. I have my own definition of wellness. You probably have your own definition of wellness. Your doctor probably has their own definition of wellness, but that is Google. So my personal definition of wellness is is being sound and healthy mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. And yes, I do believe financial health is a part of wellness as a whole because when you are not financially well, 
there are a lot of other problems and stressors that you become vulnerable to due to financial insecurities or whatever your stressor is when it comes to finances. So the rise of wellness culture, you know, I'm, I was reading up on it and it actually started back in the 70s, but I wasn't around in the 70s. I was born in 2000. So when I noticed that wellness culture kind of started becoming a thing again, which by now it's probably on its like third or fourth wave, um, was around 2019, 2020, especially on TikTok, you know, um, the wellness market is actually estimated to be worth almost $1 trillion. And that is specifically the healthy eating, nutrition, and weight loss section because everyone wants to quote unquote eat healthy, everyone cares about nutrition, and the most important thing, everyone cares about weight loss. Like if weight loss was not such a huge factor for so many people, I really do not think that so many people would care about wellness. But the just that area of wellness alone is worth almost $1 trillion. Like that is insane, y'all. And I've noticed that there's there seems to be some gatekeeping when it comes to wellness, you know, um, especially when it comes to social media. Now, I feel like wellness has always kind of been gatekept because if you notice, there's all of the high priced supermarkets that have the healthier foods, the healthier snacks, all the different alternatives, and they also have a healthy price slapped onto them. Um, you know, regular schmegular people who don't have extra income who may not be able to spend more money they don't shop at stores like sprouts they don't shop at vons or you know whatever the most expensive store is in your area i live on the west coast now so i can't think of any expensive stores oh schnooks that was an expensive store in my personal opinion when i lived in illinois like if we were going to schnooks it was for something specific um you know a person who is struggling, a person who's on a budget, a person who may be working a minimum wage job and have kids to take care of or who may be struggling to take care of themselves because minimum wage is not livable, they cannot afford to shop at those expensive stores. So of course they're going to get whatever is available and whatever is convenient that they can afford at whatever stores they can afford, whatever is accessible to them. And we all know that affordable and accessible healthy food, you know, is very few and far between. You know, there's farmer's markets and things, but let's be honest, a lot of farmer's markets are very limited. They run during certain hours. They run during certain times. They don't happen every single day. A lot of people work on weekends, which is when most farmer's markets happen. A lot of farmer's markets are only open for a couple hours in the morning. And if you have to work, you're missing out. Um, and even in the grocery stores that do sell affordable food, I have noticed that that fruit in those vegetables, all a lot of those fresh things that you buy go fast very quickly, very quickly. I will literally buy some grapes, some onions, some other stuff, and like a week later, some of the fruit is already going bad, even if it's being kept in the fridge. Um, and so in that aspect, wellness has always been gatekept because that's always been a thing and don't even get me started about food deserts because what we're not about to do is get me started about food deserts but it's already been gatekept but what i'm going to talk about really in depth today is social media 
Now, social media, I actually had a conversation with my women's group about how toxic social media is and how much people lie on social media. But I feel like when it comes to wellness, it has become so rigid in what wellness means. And I am by no means against people you know, trying to build healthier habits, trying to do what's better for themselves, trying to lose weight, trying to, you know, especially if you have like different diseases that run in your family, I am all for people doing what they need to do in order to take care of themselves in order to live a long, healthy, happy life. What I am not for is how rigid the idea of wellness has been. Like, Imagine your typical wellness video on TikTok or even Instagram. It's an aesthetically pleasing video. Um, and anytime someone talks about wellness, they're doing yoga or Pilates or weightlifting. They're waking up super duper early because they got to hit the gym before they go to their nine to five. And, or they got to hit the gym after they come from their nine to five. You know, there's meal prepping, there's modern luxury apartments. I've noticed that wellness has become very much minimalistic in the look of it. Like minimalism is so popular right now, you know, and we can have an entirely different conversation about that. I am not against minimalism, but it's just not for me because I like, I feel like it kind of takes away the character. Like if you walk into a space and you're like, I don't know who this belongs to, but I know that there are differing reasons for why people choose to partake in minimalism, but I have noticed that this is the aesthetic that is pushed the most on social media, and I don't know if it's because it's what people actually want to see or if it's because what the algorithm, what the folks in charge are wanting to push, if it's the aesthetic that they want to push. Um, and one thing that I've also noticed is why is everyone a gym rat now? Like... When did that become a thing? Now, I'm not saying anything is wrong with going to the gym. I personally don't like going to the gym. Um, I'm trying to force myself to work out and get better. But, like, why is everyone a gym rat? Like, those, there are literally so many people who post the exact same thing. Like, they all have to have these matching gym sets. I have not seen a single person with, like, thousands upon thousands of likes and views on a gym video who is wearing a t-shirt and shorts. And I'm not talking about biker shorts. I'm talking about raggedy gym shorts who's, you know, doing their workout routine. Like, you literally have to fit this exact aesthetic. Like, you have to have your Lululemon fit or your Target fit. You have to have a matching workout set. Everything has to match. Everything has to be together. And weightlifting is the number one thing. Like, I don't even see people doing any other type of exercise. Like, I, it's either walking on treadmills, walking on Stairmaster, weightlifting. Like, I haven't even seen someone do a cycling class. Like, remember when soul cycling was a thing? Remember back in like 2018 when like all of the YouTubers were going to soul cycle classes all the time and now they like pretty much don't go anymore? Like, it's literally the same exact thing. And I will literally scroll on TikTok for an hour and see five of those videos on my For You page, just different people. And again, it's the minimalistic, lots of white, lots of nudes, lots of neutrals, not, lots of those types of things. Not saying that there's anything wrong with those things, but why do we all feel like we need to fit into that mold in order to be, be well, to fit into this mold of wellness? It's like you have to fit all of these things. I mean, at this point, they have made so much money off of wellness that there's even apps for it. Apps that you have to pay for, mind you. 
Like there is the Calm app. There's different apps for meditation. Um, there's different therapy apps that are being pushed, which there are actually some controversies surrounding um, that one popular therapy app, actually. Um, and um, there's actually a YouTuber. Her name is Fab Socialism. I don't agree with everything that she says, but I will say she has a really, really good video about why that app is kind of controversial and like they literally have ads all over social media. I will definitely link it below in my description. So if you are curious, you can watch it. But it's like wellness has become so monetized like it's always been monetized but they're trying to monetize it now like I feel like back in the 70s and the 80s it was like sugar free fat free like that was the go-to and now they're trying to monetize it to us is if you wake up at 5 a.m every single day and you get 10 hours of sleep even though you have to work a nine to five and do all of these things to be super productive you're gonna live a well-balanced life but you have to do this or else you're not going to be happy with yourself and it's like that's not true. And I've also noticed why, how come all of a sudden everyone believes in therapy online? Emphasis online. Everyone's posting positive messages and quotes and all of these different things. But these people are rude in real life. Like they are so mean. And I'm saying this because I know some people like that. I have met some people who online, they're like positive vibes only. Like, I'm so positive, like I just, I don't want anyone negative around me, like why be upset, why be mad when you could just be positive, which like that's toxic positivity y'all, go check out that episode, but they're so mean in real life, they literally disregard everyone's feelings, they don't care about anyone else but themselves, and they probably talk the most, mm, you know, they probably talk the most crap about other people behind their backs but online they post all these posts they post all of these positive videos and quotes and it's just like what are we doing what are we doing and many of the resources and tools that you quote unquote need to improve your wellness are super expensive and costly so you see mostly people with money upper middle class and it's getting to the point where even upper middle class can't afford the lifestyle anymore because of inflation um who are buying these things and selling it to you like it has literally become so ridiculous y'all like even the meditation apps and this quote-unquote wellness apps even like literally you have to pay for everything now nothing is free Nothing is free. If you want someone to take you through a guided meditation, you got to pay for it. And not and I'm not even talking about like oh a couple bucks a month. I'm talking about these people want you to pay like 20 plus. 20 plus. Okay? For this that and the third. And it's so tiring. So how is wellness for everyone? And they give this they talk about wellness as if it's like you the reason you're unwell or the reason why things aren't going well for you is because of you and it's like if wellness is for everyone then how come wellness is not accessible this version of wellness that is how come this version of wellness with luxury apartments and matching lululemon sets and you know having the expensive gym membership with all of the equipment the weights all of these things how come these things how come these things are not accessible to most people? Unless you have a ton of money, 
unless you have some sort of help, like how are you supposed to shop at Sprouts every week? How are you supposed to buy fruits and vegetables in bulk that are probably going to go bad literally two or three days after you buy them if you don't use them right away? How are we supposed to fit into this mold? How are we supposed to download meditation apps and do guided meditations and workout videos and even the fitness Oh my goodness, don't get me started on fitness apps. Oh my goodness, they get on my nerves so bad, y'all. Because why is it that for me to get, for me to even have access to healthy recipes in an app, I have to pay for it. I have to pay like $20 a month for it. This is not accessible. People who are making minimum wage, people who work busy, busy lives because they constantly have to work to barely live and make ends meet, do not have the money for this. Y'all, I don't have the money for this. I, I don't have it. It's not, what I have in my pockets is not available to pay for that every month on top of my other expenses. And I say all this to say that I have noticed myself, and I know other people are doing this too, you almost feel as though you can't be a part of wellness. Like you individually cannot have a sense of wellness because you don't fit into any of these molds. And I'm here to tell you, do not let this fake culture of wellness make you feel like if you don't wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, if you don't meal prep all of your meals throughout the week, all three meals for all five days of the week, if you don't spend your entire Sunday meal prepping and all of these other things that you're not doing well in life. Do not let these people put you in a box. Do not let these corporations put you in a box because I'm gonna tell you why everybody's doing all that. I'm gonna tell you why everybody's posting videos like that because they are pushing that type of content. That is the type of content they want to push. The algorithm is algorithming for what it wants to push. And people who do fit into this aesthetic are not wrong or at fault for the most part unless you're doing this on purpose. But these companies, like I said, are pushing a certain aesthetic. And that is exactly why I feel like a lot of us feel the need to fall into this trap. A lot of, like, I can't remember the last time I saw someone wearing normal clothes doing a workout at home. Like a traditional workout at home. Like every single video. And if I do see a video like that, it has like maybe 43 likes, maybe like 100 views on TikTok. When there's millions of people on TikTok. And that is because... TikTok is not pushing their videos. It's also because people don't want to engage with those types of videos because they don't want to see content like that. They want to see content that makes them feel like anything is possible. Like people saying that they want relatable content are lying. You don't want relatable content. You want content off of someone that you want to be eventually in life. Like it's, it's not about relatability. Because if it's about relatability, you're watching people who are similar to you, who are living a similar lifestyle to you. You're not watching people like Jackie Ina, love her, or other people on the internet, and you don't live in a high-rise apartment. You can't afford all that. You don't have this minimalistic white, white, you know, like, style in your house. Like, people want to watch what they hope to become. That's the reality of the situation. But I want to let you guys know, like, it's okay if you don't fit into that aesthetic, and I don't think that you should try I think that we need more people who are being authentically themselves um, because I feel like what wellness means to the average person is what I said earlier in the episode. 
Wellness to me means being sound and healthy mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. It's not just about waking up at 5 a.m. to get a workout in before a 9 to 5. It's not just about meal prepping on Sundays. You know, these things may make people feel good and that is wonderful. But I've also seen a lot of content where people do all of these things and they're still not okay. You know, they're still not okay. I mean, wellness for you might just mean that you're at least eating three meals a day. Like, you know, some of us get so busy and so tired and so emotionally and mentally exhausted where we don't even eat three meals every day. Where we look up and it's 5 p.m. We haven't even drank water. And I feel like if you are struggling with that, start there. Like, I feel like, you know, the, the bar should go up, but I feel like don't be down and out on yourself because you're not doing what these other people are doing. If that simply means eating three meals every day, it might not be full of veggies. It might not look like a plate on, you know, social media. It may not look like the healthiest TikTok dish, but you're eating three meals a day and you're doing your best to make sure that they're well-rounded. You're not, you know, eating foods that you know aren't good for you, that you know are going to cause you issues later on in the day or a couple weeks later, you know, then I feel like that's enough. You don't have to be super strict on calories and carbs and all these different things, you know, to give yourself credit for trying to live a healthier life, to try for trying to invest in your wellness. And I also just want to say, don't put yourself down and don't be fooled. Like, you don't know what these people are doing. You do not know what these people are doing when they're not telling you how to eat and how to exercise. There are some people who get on the internet and they really are trying to help people and they really are, you know, offering free videos and free advice because they want people to, they want people to succeed and they want people to win with them. But there are other people who are getting online and they're just straight up lying. They're not telling the truth. Um, I know for me, myself, and I, I have been a bit of a rut myself. I want to get into more like lifestyle content, more, you know, like this is what I'm going out and doing. This is how I'm dressed, you know, this kind of thing. And I follow so many people who, you know, produce lifestyle content but I don't fit into the aesthetic that they do. And they have tons of followers, they have tons of likes, they have tons of engagement. I don't fit into that aesthetic. I live in a nice apartment, but the cabinets aren't cute. People are gonna look at those cabinets and be like, Ugh, what's going on? You know, I live in a nice area, but it's not, I don't get a huge like view of the city. I don't have Lululemon. I don't own a single Lululemon thing, y'all. Gymshark, whoever. Um, what's that other one? I can't even think of the other one. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson is like their main person who's always advertising for them. But y'all know what I'm talking about. But I don't own any of those things. I don't, I don't even currently work out. I'm just gonna be straight up with y'all. I don't work out right now. I struggle so hard with the motivation for working out because I'm I just, I've always hated exercising. I feel like maybe I'm low-key traumatized from like elementary and middle school we'll talk about my relationship with exercise in a different episode but I don't exercise and I feel like because I don't do those do those things because I don't shop at Trader Joe's all the time I have made an appearance or so but 
every single time I go grocery shopping, I don't always shop at Trader Joe's because to be honest with you, sometimes Trader Joe's is just not within my budget. I don't even go to Costco all the time, even though we have a Costco membership because sometimes Costco is not within my budget. There are a couple things that you can get there for the low low and there's other things that are just like, why is everything $20? You know what I'm saying? But I felt and I have been feeling like, and I'm still struggling with this, that I can't make content with as I am because I don't fit into those aesthetics. And that's not true. I shouldn't be thinking like that. I shouldn't feel like feel that way. If I have to make a video and show off my ugly cabinets in my kitchen, well, I ought to do that. If I have to make a video where I'm showing myself exercising in some off-brand Amazon biker shorts, and this raggedy t-shirt that I've had since high school, then I should do that. You know, it shouldn't be about fitting into this perfect aesthetic and, you know, looking a certain way, acting a certain way, because a lot of us are doing that and trying to emulate that type of content because it's popular. Not because it's really who we are, not because it's we actually relate to what is going on, what is being said, what is being done, but because we want other people to admire us. But I feel like we first and foremost need to admire ourselves. And I think that we can be healthy in our own way. Figure out what wellness means to you. If wellness means to you meal prepping and wearing Lululemon fits and going to the gym, by all means, do that. Get your Lululemon on, okay? But if that's not what wellness means to you. Don't feel the need to change it because it's what's popular, it's what's trendy. I think wellness is really up for interpretation because what is wellness for someone else? What makes someone else feel comfortable and satisfied in these different aspects of their life may not be what makes you feel satisfied in these different aspects of your life. So let's stop following people on social media who make us feel bad about ourselves. And let's stop comparing ourselves to them constantly, y'all. Let's not gatekeep wellness. Let's not make wellness toxic. Let's not be a part of toxic wellness culture. Because I truly and fully believe that there are a few creators who do not perpetuate those things. But let's not be a part of that, y'all. So I'm very curious to hear what is wellness to you i really want to hear your thoughts on that um i switched to a new podcasting platform so i'm not sure if i can add the questions on here anymore but if i do definitely respond on spotify send me an email you know to the black and blooming pod at gmail.com tell me what wellness means to you you know i definitely want to hear your thoughts i definitely want to hear what you're talking about, even respond to my social media posts. I post every time I post a new episode. So respond to my social media posts, comment underneath, what does wellness mean to you? And I just want to say thank you all for listening to today's episode of Black and Blooming Podcast. Never miss an episode by following the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even leave a review. Connect with me by following the show on Instagram on at Black and Blooming Pod. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share with a friend. And remember, live life as though you're already the woman you desire to be. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.